Most people are aware of their own financial balance sheet. As soon as we buy our first car or house, we become aware of it. If you're of a certain personality type, you may track it quite a bit. But I'd submit to you that we're also unconsciously aware of another balance sheet. And this one is sometimes tricky to measure and even harder to manage. Sometimes we often find it hard to put into words, but it's real nonetheless. I call this our intangible balance sheet. What I mean by this are those life principles, experiences, memories, and stories that given any amount of money, we wouldn't trade. They're the memories that bring tears of joy to our faces because we simply can't imagine life without them. We feel fortunate to have had them. It could be our first jobs, proposals, wedding days, births, struggles, anxieties or fears, and maybe even some hindsight. It's all those things that melt into a memory, that bring a distant stare to our face, and maybe even a smile. We feel lucky to have had them because they're what has made us, us. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the intangible balance sheet. It's those moments in life that may be financially irrational, but which are indispensable parts of who we are. So these episodes are focused on the stories that bring us joy, happiness, fulfillment, and ultimately may hold necessary keys that will direct the future for our family, friends, and maybe even neighbors. So listen in with us as we discover some of those stories that are meaningful to our guests, and maybe you'll even uncover hidden value on your own intangible balance sheet. Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth podcast and this week's intangible balance sheet episode. I'm Josh Clues, the senior wealth planner here in the Woodlands, Texas for Carson Wealth. So as many of you may be aware, my goal with these weekend episodes for Wisdom and Wealth is to draw attention to the intangible things that we value more than the promise of financial reward. I'll do that through autobiographical interviews of guests approximately once a month, but I'm also going to try to do that through stories that I've either read about, heard, or through my own experience. Today we're going to focus on the story of Tommy John. Most of us have heard of the surgery, but I want to remind you of the story behind that surgery. Thomas Edward John Jr., or Tommy John, was signed by the Cleveland Indians at the ripe old age of 18 in 1961. He pitched for 26 seasons. Yes, I said that right, 26 seasons. But the story that I want to focus on today happened in 1974, Tommy John's 13th season. He hit a pretty significant roadblock and what should have been a career-ending injury at that time. While pitching, he tore his ulnar collateral ligament, or his UCL ligament. He described the moment uh, in cringeworthy fashion of his injury as, as saying, it felt as if I left my arm someplace. It was as if my body was going forward and I left my left arm somewhere out in right field, independent of the rest of me. He was a, a left-hander, obviously. He was in so much shock that he tried to throw one more pitch. After getting pulled and thinking more about what had happened and trying to figure out what had gone on, he, he did what most people in his situation at the time would have done. He rested his arm and he, he iced it. He gave it one month and he tried to throw again and you can imagine the result. 
Next, he was faced with the decision of should he go ahead and pack it up and, and call it a good career. 13 years is a long time after all. There was a new surgery that the team doctor, Dr. Frank Job, made him aware of. It was innovative, but it didn't necessarily have a guarantee of success. And Dr. Job placed the odds of the procedure bringing him back to baseball as around 100, and, 100 to 1. Obviously, I'm not going to get into a ton of detail about the surgery, but at a high level, they took a tendon from his right arm and replaced the damaged one in his left. They drilled holes in his humerus and ulna bones and used anchors to insert the new tendon in a kind of figure-eight shape. But even with this, again, motion was, was the hope. Professional baseball was not a guarantee, much less pitching. After a four-hour surgery, Tommy John started the recovery. He was in a cast for a while, approximately four or five months, and then he attempted the 1975 spring training camp. The issue was he couldn't feel his fingers. <laughs> he stayed at it, though. How many of us, after having such a roadblock and encountering numerous roadblocks along the way to recovery, would, would continue trying? But he did. Late that fall in 1975, uh, he started to regain feeling in his fingers, and he was able to actually play catch and actually able to pitch later in the fall. By the spring of 1976, he was back on the mound and starting again. He was quoted that, that day by the New York Times as saying, you know, I thank God every day that I'm able to pitch. If I win, thank you for letting me win. And if I lose, thank you for letting me lose because at least I'm not on the sidelines. Tommy John would go on to finish out a storied career. Obviously, like I said, 26 seasons in the, in the modern era, that's only surpassed by Nolan Ryan. Now, here's the part of the story where I want to avoid cliches. But I do want to remind myself, if no one else in my family, that quitting is never an option, especially when you are doing what you believe you're called to do. Do it with all your might until you can't, and even maybe a little bit after that, because other people are watching you. What makes me say that, you ask? Well, by my count, 20 pitchers to date have had the Tommy John surgery and have gone on to have varying degrees of success in the major leagues after that surgery. Without Tommy John's positive example and grit, how many of them would even have attempted it? So the next time you're tempted to choose an easier path than seeing your business, a relationship, or an obligation to its completion, remember, not quitting's not just good for you, but it's good for the people watching you. Thank you again for joining us for this week's conversation. We trust that your time has left you both enriched and inspired to better invest your own intangible balance sheet. As always, we wish you and your family continued truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in the Wisdom and Wealth podcast with Josh Cruz are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Guests are not affiliated with Carson Wealth Management LLC. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services are offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Our address locally is 1780 Hughes Landing Boulevard, Suite 
570, The Woodlands, Texas 77380.